0: Hi, this is Erica, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is our future's Missing Voice America kids. Please be on the lookout for 19-year-old Paige Johnson, who is considered lost and injured. She went missing from Covington, Kentucky on September 23rd, 2010. She is Caucasian, 5'1", 110 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Her tongue and navel are pierced, and her hair has highlights in it. If you know of Paige Johnson's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Paige Johnson, please click on the link on Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfuturesmissing.com. Thank you.
1: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
3: and brought to you an outreach service of
4: the Be The Star You Are Charity. I'm Rachel Glass. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about cell phone use and abuse. It seems that everyone over the age of 10 and probably even younger owns a cell phone today. Now that we have the technology and communication tools, are we using it for benefits or irritations?
3: Our HealthBeat reporter, Nicole Eubanks, in Orlando, Florida, is with us to talk about how phones impact our health. Hi, Nicole.
5: Hey, guys. Uh, So today, and like in today's society, driving and texting and just like incorporating your phone into school and dinner and basically just always being on your phone is like the new normal thing to do. On average, teens send more texts than any other age group. Girls, on average, send 4,050 texts, and boys send 2,539 texts, and that's only per month. Phones have pretty much taken over and dispersed across countries everywhere, so I was thinking, how is this affecting us? Assuming it is, like, affecting us. Um, After doing some research, I learned that phones have actually been negatively affecting our health. First of all, if you listeners tuned in our sure show regarding driving, then you've already heard this from me, but texting and just phone use overall um, has just affecting driving horribly. Every year, three thousand and nine hundred and ninety two people die in car accidents that were caused by texting and driving. But phones aren't only dangerous on the road, but even whenever you're not using them, the radiation that comes off can cause genetic damage brain tears, and can even cause conditions like sleepers and headaches. This acted me out a little because I thought of how often I use my phone every day in between, like, texting and calls, and I even sleep with it in my room, like, on my bedside table, because I use it as an alarm sometimes. Um, These radiation waves also get sent off from common items like TVs and computers, and I was extra freaked out because the computer thing, I mean, I spend so much time on my computer. I love my computer and it's just kind of freaked me out, but um, I found certain things online that would, um, I want to tell you guys about because it'll help reduce the radiation um, and can really just benefit you for your health. Um, First, if you're like me and you sleep with your cell phone in your room, if you charge your phone at night in any other room, in the whole house, like your kitchen, bathroom, whatever, Um, it it reduces the radiation and it's good for you to have a better night's sleep. And then also, this is kind of strange, but if you get a cactus like around the house, they actually like absorb the radiation and make it better for like a better living environment for you.
4: Oh, that is actually really, really interesting. I didn't know a lot of that beforehand. So do you have any suggestions on breaking addictions to cell phones? I have an iPhone and I know that I'm totally glued to it all the time people are always on their phones and they always have their
5: phones with them which may be hurting their health i would say that if you're on your phone a lot i mean like on at school like just the way my school is like in florida i don't know probably a lot others because we're all teenagers but um like everyone is always on their phone in class and everything so like the teachers make us like put um, in our like, they just make us like zip them up and like put them away for the whole class period. And if we take them out, we get like detentions and stuff. And you just have to like really, really limit yourself so that, you know, it breaks a habit.
3: Yeah, I think another good way could be just, like, if you're doing something, like, if you're going for a run or if you're in class or, you know, going to work, just kind of leaving your cell phone somewhere. So, like, you don't even, like, if you have, like, a serious addiction to your cell phone, like, just so you don't even um, have it with you to use it if you're tempted, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. And I was wondering, what exactly does radiation do it, to like- your health?
5: it it's just like really unhealthy like could you it's kind of just uh your phone it radiates these electronic waves and like just uh, <laughs> it's hard to explain but like it just like goes and it's not good for um just like how if it if radiation would be bad from like any other thing like radiation from the sun and you have to protect yourself with like sunblock or like your eyes with sunglasses I mean, it's pretty much the same, just, like, a little different.
4: Yeah, definitely. And I am going to start to hopefully apply some of this into my own daily life because after hearing about this, I am a little bit concerned, especially because I know that there is limited research that has been done on this, especially because the idea of iPhones and having your phone with you 24-7 is a newer concept. I know my mom said growing up they obviously – did not have cell phones with them 24-7. And so I think that it's something that us younger generations should really,
3: really be worried about. Yeah, I think it's something that our generation is going to see first. Like like you said, um, our parents didn't have to deal with that, so we can't really see how, the, how it affected them. But I think we're the generation that, you know, we're going to yeah. start to see examples I, of that.
5: Yeah, I would agree because, like, I've never been like – hanging out with friends or something and you kind of just like take a second and look around and like everyone is just like together yeah but everyone is on their phone like doing something Uh, I hate that (laughs) I hate it when people do that and (laughs) my mom can't stand it and she'll like yell at my friends as if she's like their mom like yell but you know
3: I think it's it's really when you see a group of friends together but they're just like all on their phones (laughs) like uh, it's definitely affecting our our communication
4: communication. (laughs) yeah talking about some of the negative aspects of technology there are of course and i do think that there are several positives but do you think that the positives outdo the negatives of technology or what's your stance on that i would probably
5: say that it's like pretty even actually because you know like there's like there's a price to pay for like you know certain things um, I'm a huge social media, so I mean, I love going online and, you know, sharing things and stuff like that, but, um, you know, there's a price to pay with like the a health aspect on that, but you know, you can also get so much use out of it by like all the research you can do. It just speeds up being able to do things for school and, you know, like a maps and stuff they just like have everything on the like there's not a single thing that you cannot find on the internet
3: yeah, yeah. it's hard scary, because, yeah they're creating you know so many helpful things you know like navigation you're like I use my navigation all the time um, which is you know teaching people especially like you said younger kids have phones you know it's teaching people to rely on smartphones but then so then you don't know how else to for example like you know navigate and then uh, but you know it's negatively impacting your health so
5: yeah, yeah, plus, you people know I are going to start relying. Like, come well, I mean, like, we already rely on our phones so much, but you know, yeah. like, the next generation is just going to be so wrapped up in like all these advanced technologies that are just so fast and, um, like, smart. And <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be so different because they aren't going to learn certain things that we do, yeah.
4: And it's true because I know I have an iPhone. Uh, Myself and it's really a little bit freaky just everything that comes with an iPhone. I know that my mom is actually good though in a way because whenever I lose my phone or maybe she just doesn't know where I'm at, she has a little GPS tracker uh, on my phone. It's called Find My iPhone and it's connected to hers and so she can actually go onto the app and there's a little dot and she can see where I am at all times, which I think is actually (laughs) pretty good because I lose my phone all the time and actually one time my phone was stolen, but we were able to get it back because of the app. We were able to find the oh, wow. house and knock on the door and find out who had it. Um, but that was really, really interesting. A little bit awkward, but um, the app <laughs> definitely. Crazy. Yeah, but it's really, really neat, and it's just amazing, amazing what we can do with technology. And luckily, I did get the phone back right, away right away. They claimed that. They
5: were going to, you know, <laughs> give us back. It was just taking them a couple of days and yada, yada, yada. So that was my little situation. But luckily, I did get my beloved iPhone back.
4: What do you even do in that situation? Like you knock on the door. Hey, so you stole my <laughs> iPhone. Yeah, and we were like, uh, yeah, because we had originally, it was a whole just crazy, crazy situation. But uh, luckily, my mom was like, we were going to go to the house. We are going to get back the iPhone. She was very, very determined. I think she was more angry than me. So that was really funny. And I was just really, really lucky that I was able to get that back. And because of apps like that, and different technology, I think that it's really amazing how much we've evolved.
3: Yeah, definitely. And I think um, what we can take from this whole conversation is, you know, there are, uh, I think there are a lot of benefits of it, but maybe, you know, limiting our use might be a good idea just with how much people are addicted to phones, you know?
4: Yeah, and I know I was talking with my mom the other day just how important it is to actually live in the moment and yeah. just to see what's going on around you. I know the other night we went out to dinner, and later we were like, wait, do we even eat? Because, like, the whole time we were just on our iPhones and we mm-hmm. weren't really together. So I think you really have to live in the moment and... Just appreciate everything that's going on around you. And actually, when I was in California, I just got back from California. uh, We went hiking because there are just beautiful mountains there. And I hadn't really been out in nature in a really, really long time. So it was just really nice to unplug and really just breathe and be outside of all that technology. But we are out of time for right now. So thank you so much for all the insight, Nicole, on cell phones and computers. I will definitely start charging my phone in a different room from where I sleep. That was really, really interesting to me. But anyways, it is time for a break. I'm Caitlin Zarrow,
3: And I'm Rachel Glass. Stay with us as our own Caitlin will fill us in about her thoughts on cell phone use and abuse in our next segment. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Radio Network.
4: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's
1: even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry.
4: giving youth across
3: the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Rachel Glass. Last segment, our Health Beat reporter, Nicole Eubanks, gave us some good information on the correlation between cell phones and health issues. Now, Caitlin is going to talk to us about apps that give back. And if you have a smartphone and want to give back yourself, you'll definitely want to tune in to the segment.
4: Yes, technology can certainly have its upsides. I know the last segment was a little bit negative when we talked about some of the bad aspects of technology, but now I'm going to be flipping it around and talking about some of the really great aspects of having a smartphone or even just having technology at your fingertips. This segment, I'm bringing you the gift of giving, and I'm really mainly going to be talking about smartphone apps that help others. With the school starting again, us teenagers know all about jam-packed schedules, and between study sessions, sport practices, music lessons, music lessons, etc., we are all very, very busy people. And I can definitely attest to this myself. Many of us, unfortunately, do not have the time to volunteer, and so I think that downloading and using these apps are a really good alternative. Although, I definitely think that volunteering is probably always the best way to go, if you have an app that gives back, you can be changing the world literally at your fingertips when you're on the bus, driving to school, waiting in line at the mall, etc. All you need is a few spare minutes. For any of you who love to exercise out there, you're going to love the first app that I'll be talking about. It's called Charity Miles. And Charity Miles is a free app that allows you to earn money and raise awareness for charities simply by walking, running, or biking, which is all courtesy from the organization's corporate sponsor, so they don't need the money. You simply choose a charity and then hit the streets. As you walk, run, or bike, the app manages your distance and you earn money for your charity. Bikers can earn $0.10 cents per mile, while runners or walkers can earn $0.25 cents per mile, which I know that doesn't sound like too much, but it really can add up very, very quickly, especially if you have the app on all day. You'll be really surprised by how much you actually walk or run in one day. The app is compatible with iPhones, iPod touches, iPads, etc. So basically it'll work with a lot of the Apple products and you can simply just download the app. And again, the app is completely free with the Apple app store. My next app is great for teenagers who are not early birds. If you struggle with waking up early, especially as school goes back in this fashion now, you should download the Snooze app, which is just S-N-O-O-Z-E. It was built by an organization called Let's Give, and all you have to do is set up an account and then simply add a credit card or a banking account to it, and the app donates 25 cents to your favorite charity every time you hit the snooze button and i really really like this concept because i know myself i struggle with waking up if you're someone too that sleeps in and disregards the alarm clock snooze would encourage you to rise and shine without having to hit the snooze button over and over again but if you do hit the snooze button money is being donated to a nonprofit, so it's really a win-win with that app another one of my absolute favorite apps is called my life as a refugee It's a very eye-opening app that will inspire you and expose you to the life of a refugee. The Huffington Post actually wrote an article about the app, which is how I discovered it in the first place, but they said that in the time it takes to download the app, eight people around the world become refugees as they flee from conflict or persecution. The My Life as a Refugee app provides insight into the experiences and daily struggles that these refugees face the united nations refugee agency actually originally created the app to spread awareness about the projects and the people that they work to support if you're interested in human rights and i know that i am i'm very active in my amnesty international school you'll definitely appreciate the app too and also it is a free app and you can download it in the android market or the apple app store so it's really really simple to get and again completely free Anyways, in closing, I have an iPhone myself. I know that I said that last segment, but if you don't have a smartphone, do not worry. Actually, some of these apps also have websites that you can use on a regular computer, so if you don't have an iPhone, you can still support these charities and still work towards making a really big difference.
3: Thanks for all the information, Caitlin. Um, I didn't know that there were, I had no idea that there are apps like that, you know, and if you're... You you know, if anyone's listening that really wants to get involved and doesn't really know how, um, that is a great way to start. You know, it sounds like these things are free and easy. It's kind of like, why not? You know, I want to download all of them.
4: (laughs) Exactly.
3: Um, I just found, uh, my boyfriend just showed me this cool website. Um, I think it's called Kiva. And pretty much it's these people in other countries who have really good business ideas and but they don't have the money to start a business, and so basically what you do is you donate money to them, and then as they grow their business, you know they write about their business, um, and they slowly pay you back, which is I thought that was interesting. Oh wow! Um, Can you yeah. The
4: website.
3: Yeah, it's kiva. dot com. Kiva. dot com. Um, you know, it's really interactive. Um, yeah, I thought that was awesome.
4: Yeah, I have to check that out.
3: Yeah, but going back to cell phones, um, what are some of your favorite give back um, websites?
4: Of course, or- I know. Yeah, I know that everyone doesn't have a smartphone, so going to a website on your computer or laptop is another is another really really great alternative. I think that one of my favorites, and I know that I've talked about it before on the radio, is Freerice.com. You're given a vocabulary quiz and a vocabulary quiz, and then for every single question that you get right. You actually donate 10 grains of rice to someone who's financially unstable and can't afford food and i know that 10 very little grains it just it doesn't sound like you're making a difference but it really does add up after a while and if you encourage your friends and family to do it think of all of the food that's being donated another one of my favorites is again that same concept is helpthirst.com It's another great one, you can give clean water to people in developing countries and disaster areas while playing a super fun game. The website actually gives you trivia information and if you enter everything correctly, you'll donate a cup of water to someone in need through an organization called World Vision. And I've done a couple of projects and collaborations with World Vision before. It's a really awesome, awesome project. So definitely be sure to go check out, again, I'm going to repeat the website. FreeRice.com and HelpThirst.com as well.
3: Oh, those sound awesome and really fun. Um, something yeah. that comes to my mind, um, there is like a lot of um, illegitimacy and scams on the internet and apps, you know, um, how can you like not get tricked in that way?
4: Yeah, I've definitely heard of scams that claim to donate to charities when in reality the money is actually going into someone's pocket, which is so unfortunate so you really do have to be careful and cautious about that, especially if they're asking for personal information. Be sure to read reviews and do a little bit of research before downloading any app or donating any money to an organization in general. And that's just a really good rule of thumb, just to make sure that people are legit and that your money is ending up in the right
6: hand.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, thanks um, for sharing that. I feel like that would be... Um you know, that would really discourage someone from wanting to make a difference. So that's good to know. Yeah. Um, so how is virtual volunteering different than physically being there, would you say?
4: Well, I think that virtually volunteering and physically volunteering are very different, but the two share many similarities. When you virtually volunteer, it's much easier and it's a fantastic opportunity for someone with a very busy, hectic schedule. As always, though, I always try to encourage everyone to physically get out and volunteer live, in person, because there's really no other experience like it. When you volunteer with a charity, you can physically see the impact that you're making, which is just so inspiring. Of course, though, apps and websites are simple and convenient, so I do see the benefits of both. And those means of volunteering are making a difference, which is what really, really matters in the end.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I think it's safe to say um, I think everyone should just do these virtual ones anyways just because they're so easy, you know. And um, me and Caitlin are the best people to talk about this because we're so into making a difference in volunteering. But I totally agree with what you said. Um, you know, volunteering in person is really rewarding, like, when you get to actually see it, you know. Um, or that's, like, how it seems yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. definitely just working
4: with my charity I always see that and I think that just seeing that smile on their face and being able to witness that it's really really crucial when it comes to volunteering
3: yeah and just kind of combining the internet and volunteering you can find a lot of volunteering opportunities by searching the internet yeah yeah so um yeah so I had no idea about any of these and these are great and thank you for sharing this information with our listeners Caitlin Um, These are super simple and even fun ways to give back. And now it is time for a break, so we will be right back. I'm Rachel Glass.
4: And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. We'll be right back with a segment of Book We don't care how you got
2: here.
4: We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference.
3: Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Rachel Glass.
4: And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Young Juwan is not only a host regular here on Express Yourself, but she's also our artsy Gift reporter. Today, she's going to be talking about all the ways that we can utilize technology and the latest apps to boost our creative abilities. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Rachel. It's
0: great to be back doing artsy gifts. Okay, so in the modern age of technology, everything seems a little bit easier. Instead of waiting for days to send mail, you can get instant communication through email, Facebook, texts, whatever. Instead of physically going to a shopping mall or store, you can buy things through the internet and have them delivered right to your doorstop. Many people speculate that the need for instant gratification has led to problems regarding patience, creativity, and individuality, among others. These three key traits are really necessary for a great, unique gift. However, there are so many unique and creative and useful ways to use apps and technology for your advantage. Today, we're going to be talking about apps that boost creativity. Number one. Inspiro is such a cool app that I came across accidentally while furiously browsing through the app store. I love to write, draw, and share stories, and I always have. Everyone has experienced writer's block at least once, and this app aims to cure that. I sure wish I had an app like this growing up. However, Inspiro is not limited to writers, photographers, actors, artists, anyone. The point of Inspiro is to give you words to provoke creative juices. It has three options, the Muse, Scenarios, and the Daydream Machine. The Muse gives you adjectives, adverbs, nouns, and verbs strung together in interesting and unexpected ways. Scenarios focuses on characters and situational interactions. This is perfect for acting exercises, comedic improvisations, and even a game of charades. The Daydream Machine is a conceptual phase randomization on autopilot. You can use it as a conversation starter, to initiate discussions, friendly debates, or collective projects. In all these modes, the words are randomly shoveled, which means you won't ever get a repeat. Unfortunately, this app does cost $2.99, but $3 goes a long way within Spiro. So number two is an app I discovered for writing. Sometimes just looking at a blank Word document is enough to bring upon a writer's block. I always find myself going on Tumblr or checking Facebook when I'm supposed to be writing away. It always seems that I only get writer's block when I'm doing something really important such as trying to write an English essay or my college applications. My friend actually told me about this app and I had to get it right away. It's called OmWriter with two M's and aims to create an environment where you can easily write without any distractions. It has optional music, a couple backgrounds, and some fonts to create that immersive ambiance. There's a free trial version that never expires and a full version with more backgrounds, music and fonts. The full version costs $4.99, so I highly encourage you to try it out and see how much you like it. Number three is not a writing app. In fact, these are two apps very useful for photographers and artists. Instead of picking some photo editing apps that are well-known and well-used, I decided to go with some other unconventional apps that you might not have heard of. Paper is an app for artists and one of the best sketching apps there are. It offers a range of different brushes and colors to create the beginnings of a masterpiece. Type Drawing is also one of the coolest apps that I've ever seen. You can create art-incorporating words, and you can even like make the words the art centerpiece. The other app I picked is called Gift Boom, and I have a really technology-forward friend who's always telling me about these cool apps and new updates on different technology mediums, like when is the new iPhone coming out? But anyways, he showed me this app, and I loved it ever since. Gift Boom allows you to make GIFs with photos that you've taken and add cool effects, like, like the Instagram filters, and upload them, which is almost like Instagram. You can, of course, save them and share them with your other friends. Try it out. Number four are two journal apps. Since I blog and like to write, this app immediately drew my attention. Q&A Diary by Roller Journal is a diary app that asks you questions about your day. Most of them are simple like, what surprised you today? What are you excited for? Describe your ideal day. They offer short little snippets that are enjoyable to skim through again. One key reason diaries fail, mine included, is that most of our days aren't that interesting. It's hard to sit down and get motivation to write about a boring day. (laughs) One boring day leads to a domino effect of being too lazy or forgetting to write an entry. This app just asks you one simple question. You can easily do it while waiting for the dentist, a friend, or even while watching TV. And this app can also write without a prompt, too. The next app is called Days, a photo and gift diary by Wander. You basically take photos and it records what time you took it in. It creates a visual of what your day looked like. People can follow your days and you can upload them to social media sites. Number five is my favorite category, and that would be indie games. Indie games are a bit pricey, but they all are the the epitome of creativity. Not only do indie games have a brilliant storyline, they have beautiful graphics and music, and most of all, unconventional gameplay. Now you might be asking, what exactly is unconventional gameplay? These games usually require logic, thinking, and creative solutions. Some of my favorite indie games would be The Cave, Any Game by Smogo, and The World of Goo. So although there are so many cool apps out there, technology is what you make of it. And there aren't any instructions on how to use it. So it's all about what apps
4: to use and how to use them. It's so amazing that the apps, all the different apps that are available today, actually... My last, segment, my last segment was all about apps I gave back. So mm-hmm. it was really, really interesting to see that and talk about that and just see all the technology that's really, really available at our fingertips. So how do you find these really interesting apps? Well, like I said
0: before, like my friends, they some of them are really into technology, so they're always telling me like, oh, look at this app, check out this website. And so that's really useful. Also, the App Store on Apple stuff, they have um, – they have featured apps or notable apps, and usually those are where I find most of these cool apps.
3: Oh, that's really cool. Um, how much do you think these apps are like worth? Like, how do you know that you're not paying too much for an app? Like you mentioned, one was like five dollars.
0: Yeah. A lot of these apps do offer free trial versions, and usually I just stick with that. But if there are apps that I really like, like I love buying indie games, I don't feel like buying indie games ever is a waste of money. And so I would say a range from like $1 to $3 is pretty good for any journal apps or like writing apps.
3: Yeah, and I think if anyone has any gift cards, you know, the um, apps like these would be like a really smart thing to spend like your itunes money
4: on you know yeah definitely agreed and about buying these apps how long do you actually use the app for like when does that wow factor fade or does it ever fade
0: well for indie games like any other game you can't play a game forever but i find that i've been playing these games a lot longer than other games that aren't don't have as pretty graphics or as brilliant a storyline but i still use the writing apps today and it's been about a year so, some of these wow factors never fade. Like, I use days every day.
3: Oh, cool. That's um, that's good to know, like, when it comes to, like, buying apps and stuff. Yeah. Um, Do you – have you, like, personally used all these?
0: I have actually personally used all these because I love to write and I love to keep track of my days and take pictures. So, I love buying cool apps.
3: Yeah, and oh, I'm a journalism cool. major, so, like, I think it's – these are like really cool to like stay on top of you know, like the newest technology. Like yeah. it's so cool that we have all these apps. Uh, I'm sorry, Caitlin. What were you saying?
4: I was just wondering, are the apps ever very repetitive? So in other words, do all these apps seem to do this the same exact thing for you, or have you found that using them, they're all pretty different in their own ways?
0: Well, I found that
4: some are similar,
0: but most indie stuff is really different. Like, Inspiro and Omrider are both, like, writing apps, but they're really different. Like, Inspiro is more to, like, create a story, and Omrider is used to, like, sit down and write it. So all of them have their little differences.
3: Yeah, and I was just like, um, you know, like, on the app store on your iPhone, mm-hmm. it always encourages you to um, update your apps. I was just updating apps yeah. today. Um, how often do they update apps like this? Because I know they update some more than others.
0: Yeah, like, a lot of indie game creators and all of these are made by really independent companies, like two people sitting in a room, so they don't update them as often as, say, like, Instagram or Facebook, but they do update them, like, maybe once, two months, and it really depends
4: on what kind of app it is. Okay, we'll definitely have to keep that in mind. Now, out of of all these apps that you talked about today, which one do you think is your absolute favorite? That's probably... Kinda of hard to answer, but I'm just wondering yeah you know,
0: which one do you think is the best? Hmm. I don't know, because they're all so different and I feel like I have to have all of them. But I love QA Diary by Roller Journal. That's one I use a lot. I love my indie games because I don't know, playing <laughs> indie games is a lot more fun than sitting down to write something, but they all yeah. have their wonderful qualities.
3: Yeah, I think you can choose, you know, if you like to write, like you would like want to choose those ones. Um if you're more of, like, a gamer, you know, choose the more game yeah. ones, you know? So I think you kind of... Yeah, there's
0: so many apps that are useful for everything. Like, I didn't talk about music apps because I felt like they were well-known, but apps like Spotify and Shazam are always oh, yeah I every day in my life.
3: Shazam is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Another one of my favorites, actually,
4: is Soundtown. I know that's kind of random, mm, but it's really Yeah, I like good. Soundtown, too. Yeah, if you maybe hear a song or you don't know the title of it, then you just put your iPhone up to the speaker and then it'll tell you the song and the artist. So it's really, really helpful.
0: Sam's also really similar to that.
4: Okay.
3: Um, Those are all super helpful, especially if you like music. Um, We are going to have to go for a break for now. I'm Rachel Glass. And
4: I'm Caitlin Zero. When we return, we'll be continuing our conversation about cell phone use and abuse with our social networking reporter of Hashtag Alex During the break, visit our creative community at btsya.com. Express Yourself Team Radio will be right back.
1: Sometimes we may sound strange,
0: but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening
1: to Voice America Kids.
2: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids.
1: The longer you listen, the later
0: it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: You're listening to Express Yourself
3: a voice to be listened to. I'm Rachel Glass.
4: And I'm on Darrow. For our final segment, Alex Lee, our reporter of #hashtags, weighs in on the use-slash-abuse of cell phones. Besides being a savvy social networker, he enjoys swimming, playing his guitar and trombone, and sometimes even playing the piano. Hi, Alex.
6: Hello. Um, it's Alex, your social networking reporter on ExpressSelf Teen Radio. Today, I'll be talking about how social networking can be a source of self phone use and abuse. I'm a 10th grader in Lafayette, California, a competitive swimmer, and a musician. Today, on hashtag, I won't be talking about a specific hashtag, but instead, how social networking on our phones can have negative effects. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iMessage, all of them on your phone. What's the similarity between them? No, it's not that they're all social networking sites or applications is that we're all addicted to them. Guys and girls, let's admit it, every time we feel that vibration in our pockets or hear a little jingle ring on our phones, we feel like we have to check it right away. We all think it's so convenient to have phones with internet data, data for fast access. And therefore, what's the fastest way to check our social networking sites? Our phones. Just think about it. Why is it so important to check all these things on your phone when you could just get home and check your computer? Yeah, sure. We all love Facebook and Instagram and those little hashtags, woohoo, right? But when we're using these things, spending all our time talking to our friends on social networking sites, when are we actually going out to the city, hanging out with friends, and actually having verbal communication with them? Let me just tell you something. I have an iPhone 5, the phone of dreams, at least to me. It provides me with all that I can ask for games, messaging, email, social networking, you name it. But it's a phone not a personal assistant or an entertainment system. Phones are made to interact with other human beings without actually seeing them, not to play games or to check Facebook. But at the same time, instead of talking to friends on social networking sites, we should still be actually talking to them face-to-face. And yes, I do know what FaceTime is, and that you can see their faces and talk to them. But still, think about it. Over human life, teenagers grew from drawing on their driveways with chalk to checking their phones 24-7 for social networking or other social interacting applications. Albert Einstein once said, I fear the day that technology will surpass our human interaction. The world will have a generation of idiots. Thankfully, Einstein did not live long enough to see teenagers these days. He was right. The world will have a generation of idiots because cell phones and social networking these days are things that teenagers are addicted to. Let's face it. Every time we get a like on Facebook, a heart on Instagram, a retweet on tw- on twitter or a reblog on tumblr we're always so eager to check who did it and like i said in the beginning what's the fastest way to do this our phones these days everyone believes that they have to check their phones right away even while driving yeah think about that what do these things lead to possibly the new no texting while driving law in 41 of 50 of the united states of america Teenagers' and also adults' minds are being altered every day because of the effects of social networking on their phones. Social networking is also a source of cyberbullying and just bullying in general. 56% of teens have said that they have once been the target of a cyberbullying activity. Why bother? Using a cell phone to go onto Facebook or other social networking sites does not only destroy your reputation, but it also destroys your social life. If you want to say to their face, why bother saying it online? People feel protected by their phone screens, and they think that they're just words on a screen. We need to learn how to fight this, and make sure that if you're going to say something online, you can actually say it on to their face, too. Be careful what you use your phones for, and be smart. Challenge yourself to something what I like to call the one week no tweets challenge. For one week, turn off your phone and put it somewhere where you won't be bothered. And I know what you're thinking right now. I can't do that. Are you crazy? But no. I'm not, first of all. Seriously, challenge yourself to restrict yourself from using your phone, especially if you're a driver. I'm sure you've all seen those commercials saying, texting and driving, it can wait. Pledge at itcanwait.com. But it's not only for texting and driving. It's for using your phones when you don't have to at that exact moment. So, in my own words, phones when not needed, it can wait. Take the pledge in your mind. Don't use your phones when you don't need to.
4: Thanks so much for that. That was actually really interesting, especially because I have an iPhone 5 myself. Yes, of course, the phone of dreams. Um, I do love it, and I'm completely addicted. I'm always on it, and actually, after today's show, I'm definitely going to be working on trying to unplug a little bit and just living my life in the present. So, which social networking sites do you think is mostly easily accessed by phones the most?
6: Well, I mean, um, Facebook is the one used by a lot of teenagers these days. So I Facebook, it's like the most useful, but it's kind of be, it could kind of be dangerous at the same time.
3: Yeah, um, I find Facebook to be really useful for like the groups that I like, like a lot of my classes, you know, we have groups on Facebook to communicate. Um, why do you think teenagers check their phones constantly? Um, would you call it an addiction?
6: Well, I, I don't really know, but I think it has to do with their popularity or their, like, their self-respect. Because especially on Facebook where you, or something like Instagram where you get likes for things you post, you want to know how many likes you got. So, like, you want to know – so that basically kind of, like, relates to how popular you are, I guess. So, like, every time you want you posted something, you want to see who liked it so far. And, Yeah.
4: <laughs> yes, that's very, very true. I know whenever I get little hearts on Instagram or a like on Facebook, I get super excited and immediately I want to know who it is, especially because I get the push notifications. And so as soon as it happens, I want to know who it was and what time and all of that kind of stuff. So for someone like me who is trying to unplug, is there any way to restrict all of this?
6: Um, yes, there is. I, uh, I use this method too. So it's like especially because you and I have uh, iPhones, yeah. so like, yeah. In your settings, uh, I just turn my uh, vibration off and sound, so that whenever like you get a notification, it doesn't vibrate or it doesn't ring or anything, so you don't know if you actually got a notification or not. And also, if you really want to take it like to like like really far, you could turn off a uh, notifications showing on your lock screen, which is you could just go to your notification setting in stuff like and and, and, yeah just turn off the notification showing on your uh lock screen and so whenever you check your phone and just press a little lock button it won't show anything and it won't vibrate it won't like ring or anything so that's that's what I like to use and yeah
3: yeah that's what I use too I don't see how people can like have their phone on vibrate while they sleep I feel like that would wake me up I always like have to turn my phone over so like it doesn't even light up or anything (laughs) uh and this just reminded me of something did you guys get the amber alert on your phone
6: Oh yeah, I, um, did, I did, I did, because
4: I was in California at the
3: time. Really interesting, everybody in California got an Amber Alert, and I was searching through my phone, and on, ge- I think it was like general notification settings, like turned on is like Amber Alerts and um, like government messages, like you have the option yeah. to get that or not. I thought that was interesting.
6: But it was weird, because uh, I, I, I realized that they only sent the Amber Alert out to people in California, and then when yeah. they found it. Him- where he was like she was found in Idaho or something like that
3: (laughs) right kind (laughs) of defeated the purpose but um yeah that was kind of cool though um but if you don't like that you have the option on your phone um what can you say about data usage you know we're on our phone all the time um what if we don't have the usage for it
6: well I mean um like data usage is like bad I guess it's like good for like for important uh important like things to do especially if you're like having if you have a job and you have to check your email constantly or something like that but especially if like for us just regular teenagers just trying to check their Facebook or Instagram especially if you're not connected to Wi-Fi it could drain your data and you might have to pay extra to go over your limits so watch how much data you use. Yeah Yeah. a lot
4: of places nowadays have Wi-Fi so it isn't too much of an issue but I do agree. Make sure that you're connected to Wi-Fi. Is that what you were going to add as well, Rachel? I was just
3: going to say, if you're out of the country, use the app Voxer because it's free. But we are out of time again. Thanks so much for joining us here on Express Yourself Teen Radio. And please stay tuned in to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with you
4: thanks to our voice america kids crew and the team at voice america especially cornelius and bruce who engineer our program we want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions so be sure to email us at btsya at gmail.com again that's btsya at gmail.com check out our radio site at expressyourselfTeenRadio.com and our creative community site at btsya.com You can upload your creative works at our website for completely free. Get involved in Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store. Sign up for, again, our free newsletter. And make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. I'm Caitlin Darrow.
3: And I'm Rachel Glass. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network.
4: Thanks again for joining us. And until next week, remember to be positive and express yourself.
1: (music)